hello to a little bit of everything with me fans i need your help the community votes at topical 2021 voting is now open i want to thank all of you for nominating me for the podcast but now voting is now open help me bring home an award the link is going to be in the show notes it's etobico.communityvotes.com to spell etobico it's e-t-o-b-i-c-o-k-e head over to the link in the show notes at etobico.communityvotes.com if you are just signing up on the website make sure you head over to uh, sports recreation and fitness once you click on that click on radio stations and you will find a little bit of everything with me on the top of the page it makes it easier because it's all in alphabetical order i just want to thank all of you so far for nominating me help me bring home the community award and also to the co-op family the circles outstanding podcast that i've co-founded thank you guys for nominating me it's so fantastic to have a great community and thank you to all the listeners for all your support help me bring it home voting 2021 has started for the etobicoke community votes help me get there the deadline is sunday november 7th share it with somebody i need your help and it'll be amazing to bring this award home being against one of the top dogs of radio for the past like 15 years so help me out thank you guys so much and enjoy the episode i don't know if it's the fact that winter's been hanging out with her family lately or she's just been hanging out with chantelle but she kind of ruins the mood with the whole well you know were you ever going to tell me that you had a kid dude you were out to dinner you're on a date this is not the time to talk about this this is not the time Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me, and I am your host, Angelica. This is the podcast that talks about a little bit of everything, so sit back and enjoy the show. Let's get ready to rumble! It's 90 Day Fancy Time with my co-host, the Coupon Queen. Why, hello everyone, and welcome back to another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. We've got another jam-packed show. We are recapping 90 Day Fiance The Other Way Season 3, The Family Chantelle, and also Bears All. Let's dive into it because we've got so much. But how you doing, Coupon Queen Pin? I am awesome, and these families are crazy. You would think that once they got off of one show that they would calm down, but they still insist on being, you know, part of the franchise. I, 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 I'm confused. I agree <laughs> with you. <laughs> so, I totally agree. Yeah. So let's get into a little bit of family Chantel here. So as we know, we left Nicole getting her boob job as you know every it seems like every 90 day or at some point gets some sort of plastic surgery but she is enjoying herself and she looks great i i can't i can't lie the girl looks great still not my favorite cast member on the show but looks really really good and believe it or not 
you know, Alejandro is not, still not too happy about this. He's not happy about this at all. He's not supportive. He's not supportive of the surgery, not supportive of her decision, just not supportive. Then it seems like, I don't know, Mama Karen and, or should I say Mama Chantel and Chantel cannot stay out of Winter's business. Winter, by the way, is looking great. Have you seen her pictures on Instagram? Like, have you really seen her on Instagram? Winter is in a, on a weight loss journey and looks amazing. She looks awesome. Yeah. So she, so they're all in her business, you know, as usual, as, as Karen says, you know, she cannot not be in her kid's business because it's their business, you know, her business is their business. And so one of the things is we find out that Karen's never actually driven her where, herself anywhere since the eighties. I'm trying to figure this out, but she thinks as long as one of her kids or her husband or someone has a car, she is entitled to be in the passenger seat. So on their way to taking Karen to a doctor's appointment, she and Chantel start discussing Winter being possibly engaged in the next few weeks or so because this is what winter is hoping that jaw will do, but they're thinking it might not happen. And then in the side interview, they're talking about how he proposed before and she said no. And they're feeling like she kind of dodged a bullet, but she's not somehow they're feeling there are red flags, which honestly there are some one of one of which being the fact that he never told her about him having another child. Um, But they're, they're two in the business. I'm sorry, they are two in the business, but this is usual for the family Chantel. So we also see the fact that he does take her out to dinner and he is planning on actually proposing. He buys the strangest ring that I think I've ever seen in my life. Um, Not quite what I would think that someone would propose with, but hey, to each his own, a, a an engagement ring is not about what color the stone is or whatever, but if you're proposing and they accept. So he has an agate ring with diamonds around it. Um, and he goes to propose. They're having a nice time at dinner and seem to be really, really enjoying themselves. But I don't know if it's the fact that Winter's been hanging out with her family lately or she's just been hanging out with Chantel, but she kind of ruins the mood with the whole, well, you know, were you ever going to tell me that you had a kid? Dude, you were out to dinner. You're on a date. This is not the time to talk about this. This is not the time, but this is the Chantel family we're talking about again. But yeah, so she's just upset. She ruins the mood. She doesn't want to you know, talk about it. But then he says something rather strange because she says, well, I remember when you proposed to me before and he looks really confused. And he says, I never proposed. And she's really upset because he's insisting that he didn't propose. I agree, Dahlia, at least it wasn't a key. 
at least it was not a key. Um, <laughs> and so he is actually getting ready to pull out the ring and he's upset because she's bringing up all this stuff, but now winter's upset and she's, she doesn't want to talk about it. She doesn't want to dance. She barely wants to eat. You know, it's, things are a little bit strange between them, but then we skip to Nicole and Koraima. So she's finally getting to see her friend's new tatas. And again, Nicole looks amazing. They're shopping for new clothes and a new bras, of course, because the old ones don't fit. And they're talking and they're talking about, you know, possibly Nicole's future and what she thinks. And of course, Pedro is always on Nicole's mind, but because she has this competition with Chantel, which the crazy part is, Nicole, everybody is comparing your new look to Chantel. They're saying you look more like Chantel than you think. So, yeah, that's kind of not voting in your favor. But she, uh, they're talking, they're having a great time. And believe it or not, we find out later uh, in Bears All that that was actually partially a sex shop. But they're having a great time and, and they're figuring out what they're going to do. And then we cut, of course, now because we find out, we, which we found out partially last week, that Pedro has to come to New York to renew his passport um, to go so he can go to Dominican Republic because this is where the consulate is. Um, but in the meantime, while he's there, he's going to meet up with his cousin to find out about his father. And he's going to meet up with Alejandro to talk about his relationship with Nicole. So he gets his stuff done at the, at the, uh, the embassy and everything takes, you know, takes a little time, but then we find, then he meets up with. Alejandro and finally it's like ding 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 the fight we've been waiting for in this corner it's Pedro showing his off his Muay Thai skills and in this the other corner is Alejandro with his cologne and hairspray yay so yeah these two start talking and we see there's some tension in the beginning already, but it, it it's, there's no talking between these two. There, there, there's always some contention, some sort of crazy contention. So he's, he brings Pedro a gift. Pedro doesn't want to open it. He's telling him, let's talk first. And He's telling him, I don't like what's going on between you and my sister. You're still married. You're doing this. You're doing that. And he gets up and because he's telling him, you know, you're a witch and your mom's a witch. And, you know, also not nice words to be saying, like, I don't care about the two of you. And, you know, my, my main concern is Nicole. It has nothing to do with the two of you. So he gets up and walks away, but 
that's not happening, not for Pedro. Pedro decides, hey, it's time to chase him down, chases him down, and shows off his Muay Thai skills on the corner right before they get to the street. And it's crazy. Now, I don't know what he what Alejandro thought he was doing for the second round because that was definitely a first round knockout because he's like, well, look at you. You're skinny and I have muscles. I have muscles. Whatever. But these two fight it out and then part ways. But then he calls, Pedro calls his sister and only to find out that she broke up with him a couple of hours ago. I, I don't know. It seems super duper confusing, super duper confusing. So we have yet to figure out what's going on with Pedro's dad because we haven't gotten that information yet. But that's pretty much what's going on with family Chantel. So if you're not, if you're not watching, you're missing out. And this is on TLC and on Discovery Plus. So if you feel like you're missing and you have Discovery Plus, you can catch up. I got to say the most funniest part of that whole episode was when Pedro calls the sister and she says, I broke up with him like hours ago. And his head is probably like, I wasted my freaking time meeting up with exactly. this <laughs> And you can, you can tell by his voice. He's just like, well, he's a cheater. He's a cheater. Are you sure? Are you sure it's over? It's like, oh my gosh. You wasted your precious time meeting up with this fool who thinks he's got like he's the Hulk over here. And yet he is nothing. He is a nobody. I do not like Alejandro. But oh, my gosh, that was hilarious. The funniest moment ever. (laughs) Definitely. Definitely. So are you ready to move on to the other way? Or are we doing bears all? Let's do Bears all get that out of the way because really it wasn't much because unfortunately we got to see Big Ed. And by the way, guys, I have to say this right now. Discovery Plus is available in Canada and the prices are pretty much the same as the U.S. So jump on it. $4.99 with commercials and without commercials is $6.99. So jump on it. It's such a great price. Yes, definitely get it, get it, get it. If you love, even if you're just a lover of the 90 Day or TLC franchise, definitely it's worth it it's definitely worth it so okay let's talk bears all we first of course see big ed and all of his interestingness and he's they're talking about his first you know his first season on the single life and how things went down between him and liz and he insists that he and liz after the tell-all had some sort of reconnection Um, we know they eventually had some sort of reconnection because they're engaged now, but he insists that that very night they met for drinks and one thing led to another. Not sure how true that is, but it, Hey, then they show a a scene that was never shown where she shows a friend of hers, the text messages because he was not so nice to her. And, the one thing that Big Ed finally says and admits was that he was being a total butt. And so the funny thing, I thought that, you know, Sean was going to glance over this, but she's like, uh, that's not the first time. 
So it's like, oh, okay. So yeah, the messages are after they've broken up and he's trying to get her back and, you know, doing the whole manipulation thing. But like I said, they're back together, they're engaged and they're on the second season of the single life. So, uh, but then they're joined by Molly and, and Kelly, who I am, I don't know, is it me or are you happy that this couple is still together? The, sorry, which couple was it? Molly and Kelly. Molly and Kelly. Oh, yes. I was like, wait a second. I'm, I'm drawing a blank here. You know what? I'm actually happy they are still together. They can definitely work it out, uh, whatever situation they've got going on. But I was so happy to see them. I was like, oh, my gosh. You know, they're so good together. They are. They are. So Molly's looking fabulous. Cop Kelly is looking awesome. I love them together. Um, and... They're talking, they're talking about how things have been going for them since the tell all. And they actually give a few feelings on how, how they felt about Big Ed and it wasn't too favorable, but they can kind of tolerate him. But everyone seems to not have such great feelings about Brittany, who they showed, if you remember her rapping about Big Ed when she was on Bears All and he was actually shocked and Molly was shocked what she, about what she had to say about her as well which was you know at least Molly kind of really clapped back and was like you know I'm all for the girl power thing but you know wrong is wrong you had everyone sitting there waiting for you for hours knowing that you weren't coming so I, I think she was well within her right. She was definitely well within her right to feel that way. Um, and I mean, Brittany's just upset because she got called out on her crap. So yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't blame, I don't blame Molly at all. I don't blame Molly at all, but they start talking about certain things and they play a game of who has the worst tweets, because of course, we know that people, which I found really weird that Big Ed would say he doesn't think anybody doesn't like him. Uh, dude, like you were so not liked by people, podcasters and bloggers just stopped talking about you for a whole season. I don't know where you got where you, maybe that's why you thought people loved you because the bloggers and the podcasters just stopped talking about you. But yeah. So Can I add something to that. Go ahead. I felt like the whole segment of Ed, I know we're still talking about it and almost soon to wrap it up, but I feel like it was just one of those things of let me, let's see if the the fans can feel sorry for him. Really at the end of the day, I don't. I don't either. I really don't either. I, I, I really feel sorry for Liz. I feel like she's been bamboozled into getting back into a relationship with him. Mm hmm. So he, you know, he's talking all this stuff. But the funny thing is, during one of the tweets and one of Big Ed's replies, Sean catches the fact that Kelly has rolled his eyes. That rhymes, but it wasn't meant to. <laughs> um, but 
And she asks him, what is he thinking? And he says, you know, just be a man about it. Just come out with it. Own your stuff. And I was really glad. And and I have to say this. I was really glad that Kelly called him out. Like, own it, dude. Stop with the fake tears. Stop with the uber sweating. Stop with the blinking like a three-year-old trying to make yourself cry and make everyone feel bad for you. Dude, you're a grown man. You're old enough to be probably most of our fathers. Like, come on. Like, enough is enough. You're the one trying to get young girls to get attached to you. So, really, like, stop. But... I'm glad that that Kelly called him out and it was really funny to hear some of those tweets, but then we get joined by Nicole and Lydia. And the one thing that keeps popping up is the fact that for whatever reason, Lydia and Nicole have this fascination with boobs. Like they keep touching their boobs it's like, why? We know that Nicole has a new set, but why is everybody getting so comfortable touching themselves? <laughs> so, yeah, they're they're talking about it. And then we see the never-before-seen, which I hinted out before, with Nicole and Karima in the sex shop. And they're looking at all these toys and different things and devices. And I honestly probably would have been too embarrassed to sit there and watch it with my mom. But she was like cool as a cucumber. What about you, Angelica? Too cool. Like, I was like, I don't know. She, I felt like she didn't want to really show us what she is on television because when she was at bears all i was just like this is not her like what's going on here yeah yeah and the thing is i will say this her her english has gotten better because they brought in a translator francisco but nicole's english has definitely gotten better and she was able to translate a lot of what her mom was saying um, and she was talk- speaking in English more. So it was super duper, it was super duper funny to watch them. But it was Mama Lydia's response to watching her daughter in this adult toy store. And she is like, well, I don't mind it. You know, toys don't fight back. They don't fight with you. They don't have any problems. You know, and I'm like, whoa. Her mom was like super cool with this. How? I I don't think my mother would have been as uh, laid back about the thought of me being in in a place like that. But hey, her mom likes it. I love it. So yeah, and then they start naming different characters. Um. First, first they say Alejandro and, you know, of course, Mama Lydia is not Team Alejandro at all. 
Oh yeah, she really just nailed it like egotistical. Like it was one yeah. of those you could like she let everything out in in one word about him and she's obviously still not happy about that, but honestly <laughs> They even brought up Karen and they said Karen was crazy. Uh, Chantel is crazy and plastic, which I felt like it should have been translated better as in just, I guess, fake. Fake. Some yeah, sort thank of you. Barbie because, doll. Yeah. Cause it's like when they're like, she's plastic and she's like, Oh, ho, ho, my nails, my hair, my nails, my hair. I'm like, Oh gosh, they mean she's fake. But you know, can, it was weird though when they said it. It doesn't, don't you hear? And correct me if I'm wrong. I felt like I was watching a different show at this moment. Doesn't Nicole say, Oh, I'm sorry, Chantal, we're sorry? And I'm thinking, Are these guys getting along now? Like, what's going on here? This is a shocker for her to say sorry. I think, okay, and this is just my opinion because actually this week we didn't watch it together, guys, but this is my, just my opinion we're getting a little bit of the family Libby situation going on here. If you know what I mean. Oh, yes. Because it was so strange for her to say, sorry, Chantal. Sorry, we're so sorry. And I'm thinking, excuse me? Like, what's going on? I, I get of them continuing on with the spinoff and hating each other to create the drama and continuing on with their seasons. I think so. I think so. Because it's super weird. I was like, why is she apologizing to Chantel? But yeah, she apologized to Chantel. So, uh, but they're, they're, they were super funny. They were super funny. And believe it or not, they, they excuse Nicole, Lydia, M Molly, and Kelly, I was going to call him Eric for some reason. That was super weird. <laughs> but Kelly, and bring back three moms that we kind of have a love-hate situation with. Well, actually, two of the moms, because I can't really say I have a read on Magda. Magda, for those that don't know, is Stephanie's mom from the other way from Erica and Stephanie. And I, I I never thought of her as a love-hate mom. I just thought of her as Stephanie's mom. Like I, I I don't know. Whereas Trish and and Betty were the ones that you either you kind of had a love-hate relationship with. What what do you think? There is a love-hate relationship. Right, but I mean, I didn't get that same kind of feeling for Magda. Like, she wasn't, she wasn't as present with Stephanie as the other two moms were in their kids' lives. No, it really seems like that, and who knows what the reason is? But you can really see through it. Definitely, definitely. So they bring on the moms and start talking about to them about how they get along with their kids. And of course, Betty brings up the fact that she actually hasn't been since, since Brandon and Julia moved in, she hasn't been back to the apartment. They haven't invited her over, but they do come over to the farm every week to visit Simba, the German shepherd. 
maybe that's kind of all they can take of you because I don't I don't know if I could kind of be in the same room with her all the time. But yeah. So and they ask, of course, if how how you know would Trish have done the same thing if you know with with the neighbor Teresa if they had to do it all over again. And she says, for sure, for sure. Now the crazy part is Big Ed is still on stage and they're like, what he's like, well, you shouldn't have done that. And she's more like, you should mind your business. So people were defending, she says people were defending her on defending Natalie on social media. And I'm really finding out that Trish really has no hair on her tongue. She really says what she thinks. She's very unfiltered. So it's just one of those things of she says how she's going to feel. She's going to defend her son. And she's really not a fan. She's definitely not team Natalie. So she's, she figures that they fought and fought and fought. And she's glad that they're not together. I'm like, whoa, okay. But they asked Magda, you know, does she look at her the things that people say about her daughter on social media? And she said, of course, but she's not as involved, but she does look at it to find out what people are thinking of her daughter. So, but then they played a game <laughs> called Mama Drama, where Big Ed gets to get in a dunk tank and they get to answer questions of what their children did as they were young, like crash the family car, uh, have a hooky party or a day party, um, you know, date a, date a potential mate that the mom might hate, you know, all kinds of stuff, forge a signature. So it ends up that, believe it or not, Magda has three balls because there are three things that Stephanie did. Trish has four and it looks like, you know, uh, Betty over there has six because Brandon's been doing stuff like crashing motorcycles, forging his mom's signature, having day parties and a whole bunch of other stuff. Like, whoa, dude, what were you doing as a kid? And, and and you had us thinking that you were super duper innocent. But since Magda's not there, Sean is going to throw for Magda. And unfortunately, none of the balls hit the target. But the crazy part is next is Trisha's turn and she is throwing and throwing. I thought one of them was going to hit, but she decided that she was going to take the ball and touch the target because she just wanted Big Ed to go down. I was like, oh my gosh, so funny. He says she cheated. She says, I didn't cheat. I told you I was going to do it. <laughs> so yeah, but man, all those years in the farm, Betty has an arm on her. Betty definitely has an arm on her. And out of her three balls, she manages to hit him with one. And oh my goodness, he went down for the second time. And that was pretty much Bears All. That's how it ended, with, with Ed being dunked in a tank. Because 
We got to see Ari and Binyam. We got to see Jenny and Samit, Alina and Scooby Poop. Uh, we've got to see Corey and Evelyn and Kenny and Armando. So let's get into Kenny and Marta because they were very short. So Kenny is really feeling homesick and he gives a call to his daughters, letting them know, like, how are they doing? Especially one of them who is pregnant. You know, he's really feeling homesick. He's been in his daughters, basically his kids' lives in every milestone that they've lived through and they've done it together. And I feel bad for Armando and I sorry for Kenny. I feel bad for Kenny because, you know, it, it's tough leaving your whole entire family and moving yourself to Mexico for Armando and Hannah. And he has this conversation with Armando while they were at the laundromat and tells him like, you know what? I'm, I don't know how to say this to you, but I'm homesick. So Kenny, it seems Armando seems like he's okay with him traveling back and forth, but he's afraid this time that he's going to stay in the United States and cancel the wedding. And I'm thinking, oh no, we can't see that happen. We know that they do get married. And there's an amazing wedding coming up, which we're all dying to see because I'm dying inside. I just like, we need like a three episode wedding because I would want to see every single detail, how it got there the day before. You know it. I want to see all the details. But of course, I want fireworks. Kelsey, me too. I want the fireworks. I want the whole shabam. Like, seriously, I cannot wait for this wedding because we keep seeing photos, especially when they did an exclusive with people. I'm dying. I'm like, I cannot wait for this. Like, it needs to happen. So he does express his feelings about the fact that he's feeling homesick. And yeah, it's it sucks. But, you know, I'm glad they're able to have this great communication amongst each other. Oh, definitely. I, I love their communication. And I love the fact that he does, he's not afraid to say, hey, this is the way I'm feeling. Even, even the fact that Armando says, well, are you going and not coming back? Because I think that's the problem with another couple that is, is having the same issue with the just not being real with each other. But this couple is awesome. This couple is awesome. I'm waiting for the photos. I'm waiting for the details. I'm waiting for the behind the scenes. So, yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of couples who are in a similar situation, let's get into Ari and Binyam. Now, this one was really hard to watch. I've seen a lot of memes and different opinions online about Ari staying in the U.S. So we find out she actually has to stay for another month because she can't control when the surgeries can be booked. Now, a lot of people were um, saying... Like, um, I, 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 I hate to say this, but you know what I'm getting ready to say. I haven't say said this in a while. I'm calling Britney Spears' initials on Ariella. The reason I'm calling Britney Spears initials is anyone that has been through COVID and has traveled knows that there is a 14-day wait, which means there are two weeks, which means there are two weeks that you have to wait to see the doctor. So they're not going to go through that without knowing that she and the baby are safe to be around. Um, scheduling something like an, an, an appointment like that is not really an optional surgery. So they would have scheduled it right away. This is her choosing to be in the United States after quarantine. 
and she's trying to pull on Angela and control what he does. That that's that's my real take on it. But yeah. I would have to agree with you because honestly, I just didn't like how she was trying to like blame the whole system of coming up with BS to of, you know, I don't choose when they book and I have to stay here for another month and et cetera, et cetera. Now, Binyam has been playing the, I'm going to shut off my phone, apparently according to Ariella. And every time she tries to get a hold of him, his phone is off. Now, Binyam has been enjoying his time out because apparently he claims, which I feel like these two are literally BSing each other left, right, and center, that his friends want to make him feel better. Every time he wants to talk to her and say something like to hide behind what he's doing that he's getting blamed for, don't you notice the way he speaks? Like, he, he starts to stutter and he's, like, afraid. Like, he's... The, is all of a sudden the story changes and he keeps adding later on like you know my friends just want me to feel better just to kind of clarify and confirm that is what's happening correct me if i'm wrong because that's right. what i'm noticing a lot no you're not wrong it's like the, the story is evolving as he's going along the story is definitely evolving as he's going along so no you're not wrong for this and you know Ariella has to throw it at his face like you know you are not um giving time for me and um Avi I'm trying to communicate with you so you can see him but you're not answering your phone why are you always going out and it just keeps going and going a lot of people are saying she just wants to stay in the U.S. she's picking a fight so she can stay in the U.S. and this is the result I don't feel like these two were meant to be together in the beginning. Uh, people are speculating maybe the next episode we might see her going back with um, the lovely ex-husband that we got to meet. And, you know, I, I can't with this couple, especially with Ariella just really attacking him so much. So I feel like he's utilizing this time to just get back and be like, you know what? I'm going to go out. I'm going to have fun because my wife doesn't let me have fun. And this is my time. I agree. I agree. And it seems like people are not too fond of her family member that is following me on Instagram, her sister. There has been some criticism of the conversation that was had last week with the whole, you know, you've had your fun, stay in the United States, come back home. You know, I, I didn't think it was the greatest use of thing, of, of, of words and things to say to her, but this is people are not obviously not happy with it and they're criticizing her sister for it. So, hmm. but we do know that this couple is in the United States. As a matter of fact, he just made another promo for be good foods. And again, they're the, the couple that's spoiling this whole season for us. Cause now we know what happened. Exactly. Exactly. You know, and so let's move on. <laughs> yeah, let's definitely move on. So, actually, we just had a little of of um, what Ellie and and Vincent, because these two just don't seem to be getting along. Not too crazy about it. She's still flipping off about whether she's going to go back to the United States, but it's not like you know. It. it I guess she had this fairy tale in her mind, and it's just not working out that way. Because their, their segment was literally like two seconds long. 
Yeah, and I was like, girl, you need to pack up your stuff and get out. I don't understand why she is giving in more money to a place that needs to rebuild on its own. Exactly, exactly. You don't have it, but is you've clearly mentioned and you felt already these red flags come in that he is taking advantage for your money and that the fact that I love him and he loves me just, you know what? At this point, if it was me and I'm stuck in this situation and I'm feeling vulnerable because I feel like the love that we have each other is going to carry us on. No, he is happy to spend your money. I haven't seen him or hear him say, well, you know what? It's okay. Let's not get the power tools, you know, because I understand we're on a budget and I'm not working, but maybe I can try to sell something and buy the power tools. Then nothing has happened. This woman just needs to get her stuff, get the hell back into the U.S. and be that entrepreneur woman that she was because, you know, you build a business from bottom up and you have to leave it because of this man. But of course, we've seen rumors that they are together, and I think they got married in the U.S. Yeah, they they are together in the U.S. So, hey, I I don't I don't. This is another couple that's kind of spoiling it for us. This is this is super crazy, super crazy. So, oh my gosh, really quickly, you know, let's run through. Evelyn and Corey, these two are still mm. fighting. These two are really still fighting. And, um, you know, she wants him to sign the papers. But they agreed to go to counseling. And the counselor is asking, you know, Evelyn all these questions. Because, of course, now Evelyn, who never cries, who we've nicknamed Cruella because she seems to have no emotion, is now become miss crybaby all of a sudden and she feels so betrayed and she doesn't understand but even though she keeps forgetting what she did like evelyn the rest of us have not forgotten what you've done so she is just really really upset and she's saying she feels betrayed she doesn't know what to do she's there to see if there's anything to salvage but she doesn't seem too interested in salvaging anything but Corey is trying to save his marriage, trying to save um, save the little bit of what he has left. And the, you know, the, the therapist is saying, you know, you have to see things from her end. You have to th- see things from her side. But these two, I don't know. I, I don't understand how. Um, you know, he's not understanding that she was there just for his money. She's there just for the money. Like, Corey, let's be real. Like, seriously, let's be real. So what did you think about? Like, I I, I, I can't with this couple. I, I, I I'm kind of glad that they're, you know, they're uh, kind of separated. You know, I cannot stand them. I, it's, she's very, uh, we mentioned it so many times, and I feel like I'm getting really repetitive. She is so evil. She forgets what she's done to him. And it's, it's hurtful. Like you're blaming everything on this guy. Plus, also, Corey 
is really so dumb. He's just like, he's not realizing what Evelyn has truly done to him. And he just sees that she's a beautiful woman. She's amazing, but doesn't like, how can you forget about the fact that she used you for your money? She used you for your money from the first day we've seen them on the show where they went to the store before she was going back to Ecuador and I demanded to buy so many freaking gifts for everybody. I did not like that whatsoever. I did not like how she claims that it's the culture of the men have to work and she just literally home doing nothing, collecting the money from him. No, that's not how it works around here. I honestly cannot stand with this couple. I cannot Let's move on and let's get into Alina and Steven. So we see that Alina's mom is heading back to Russia and Alina decides to stay with Scooby Poop, aka Steven, and demands to delete all his social media. And we find out that Steven just uses social media to connect with people because he doesn't have a phone plan and he's got a lot of pictures like his graduation that needs to be uh, saved and cannot be deleted but she is so demanding because she does bring up a, the fact about Masha messaging him and apparently Steven invited Masha to meet in the U.S. where I was just like WTF and that they should hang out and get to know each other and everything. So clearly Alina's really super ticked off. So I agree with Alina. He's got to he's got to delete his social media, even though I'm not the type of person to tell somebody to delete their social media. But Steven, he's got 101 women contacting him uh and has contacted with who knows maybe those 100 women will definitely want to reconnect with him there's something shady about this guy and i don't like it whatsoever so they go to this turkish bath because apparently you know he wants to make her feel good and have this reconnection and it will make us feel great about our relationship and i'm just like sure whatever you think steven but i don't think that's the time you know, for the guy who's just saying, like, we can't have any uh, intercourse until we get married, this guy's not helping the cause. I feel like he's provoking. He can't control himself. So they are at the Turkish spa. He makes things so awkward. And I just couldn't watch it. He just, it like, I agree with Kalani on Pillow Talk. That it was like the start of a horrible porno. And I cannot. It was just so freaking awkward we'll see what happens with this couple next week i know my amazing co-host the coupon queen pit had to step out something came up but everything is good but i i'm going to continue on with this episode we have i believe two couples left um as i'm going through my list no we have one more couple left with this which which is jenny and samit Again, repeating myself about Jenny and Samit. I cannot believe what I've been seeing so far. It's a lot to take in because you've got somebody here um, who really dislikes you, does not want you to be with her son. Kind of reminds me of the show called uh, I'm in Love with a Mama's Boy. And that's where Samit needs to be on because this woman is 
all about her son and only her son and wants to protect her son and really hates Jenny. And most of those uh, couples on I Love a Mama's Boy, they all hate the other half because they're, they're, they don't have their son anymore about to lose their son to another woman, which is, oh, I can't. I just, it just irks me. <laughs> the guy's got to grow up and be with somebody that he truly loves. So this amazing idea that we saw last week of, Samit's mom moving into their house. So far, it's been a crap show. Jenny literally clearly thinks that, you know, the mom is really having a great time and, you know, she's really trying hard. And then we hear Samit that I'm glad they don't speak English or speak the same language or they don't understand. Or if they did understand, you know, it would be a crap show. It really would. She was being rude and disrespectful as we read the subtitles on our television screens. And Jenny thinks that everything's all fine and dandy. Well, crap. I hope you saw this episode and found out the truth because it is not worth being in this relationship. I think we talked about this last week on Clubhouse where you're spending 10 years with somebody and nothing is happening. There is no marriage. There's no, well, there was a, what, a ring proposal, but it wasn't nothing legit. Like, I feel like nothing is set in stone. Why is Jenny still hanging on to this man? What is it? What's in it for you? This man's never going to get married. It really pissed me off that you see some meat there just in the background laughing and giggling. And, you know, maybe you should pick up the slack. I feel like because we're in this Western culture that, you know, we both do the same amount of work and you see men helping the women in the household. You know, I think Samit needs to do that because honestly, Jenny's lived the life. And she's now relaxing. She's at that age where she doesn't need to be doing all this craziness. Well, she needs to keep her house clean. That's bottom line. Because seeing her do that is pretty, ugh, I cannot. How could you live like that? But with Jenny, I don't know what's in it for her. 10 years in this relationship, probably going on to 11. Seriously, this is this is what it is. This is what you love about. Samit needs to pick up his socks and actually do some work around the house. And he needs to take care of Jenny because let's face it, look at this age gap. Jenny is what hitting probably 65 or 70. Um, yeah, she doesn't have time for none of this. Uh, does she make dinner? I don't know. Does she really make dinner? I we don't really know. We don't see them how they are in the household, but we've seen her cook dinner. And her, his mom is just there to push Jenny out. Bottom line, she wants to push her out. She wants to herself. But, you know, for the man who talks about this is the culture and how my mom wants to, you know, teach you how to become an Indian wife. Buddy, you cheated on your wife. You were in an arranged marriage. You cheated on your wife. You made your parents' life a miserable hell because your dad had to pay back what $50,000 to break off the engagement you made the dad had to pay for the wedding and you had to pay what a dowry or something like that to 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 for that arranged marriage you really screwed your parents a lot and for somebody who talks about the culture and cheating behind your wife's back for Jenny come on don't come with me with the culture crap because you're the one that broke the rules. Kind of reminding me of Steven, you know, our famous Steven Scooty Poop here, you know, th breaking all the rules, all of the rules and cannot stick to the whole mantra of this of this religion that he's in because, you know, he's just weird and I'm not going to get into it anymore. But with 
Jenny and Sami, I, oh, I hope she can open up her eyes and really move on. She's wasted so much of her time, and like it's not even worth it at this point to have a mom like that who's just really throwing you down and talking crap about you not respecting you these people don't even respect their own elder because look jenny's older than them they should be respecting her samit's just sitting there like half-assing defending his wife i just don't like it i i can't i can't watch it sometimes because samit just makes me angry in a way of him just standing there and doing nothing he does not want to do anything he wants jenny to take care of him boy it's the other way around you got to be taking care of her so i'm not liking the situation next week we find out that um she apparently is very sick she's had some sort of diarrhea and she cannot even get out of bed then we see his mom with a smart remark saying like we've all had diarrhea three four five times and we are good why can't she get out of the bed so i this is not good for Jenny. It's not good for her mental health and her well-being. I feel like she needs to really just get the F out and get back with her daughters and her stepdaughter, her grandchildren in the United States. I still don't know where this uh, couple is going to like end up because we don't see much of them on social media. They're very quiet. So they're keeping us, you know, questioning every single episode if they're still together or not, but we will see. And I think I've gone through all the couples. Again, my, my co-host, the coupon queen pin had to step out. Uh, something just came up with her work. So she had to attend to that, but you know, guys, I really appreciate you guys tuning in and let's see what happens next week with that couple. Um, the other thing I wanted to mention is don't forget to check out the episode on a little bit of everything with me, episode 630, which is called, I got to pull this up, The Mindful Project. It was a special collaboration episode. We talk about four, three um, youth entrepreneurs under the age of 14 how they started their own business, what they love about it and what they're doing. Um, it's so cute. It's amazing. These youth entrepreneurs are different age groups. And I didn't, ex I, when I was seven, I wasn't thinking about starting my own business. So it's pretty remarkable what this generation is, is really doing in the local community, but definitely check it out. Came out on Sunday. It's a special collaboration with the mindful project, the fourth annual table talk. And, um, don't forget, there is a new shower karaoke this week with a special guest co-host. I've been taking some time off, so a lot of people from the community have been um, filling in for me in my seat, and they've been so excited to do it. And I'm, I really appreciate the community and how they're coming together, and they're really helping me out a lot as I take time and spend uh, time with my son. So thank you guys so much. And we're just going to wrap it up now. So thank you guys for tuning in. And I realized I misspelled Family Chantel because I was actually typing this on my phone. <laughs> and we will talk to you guys next week. Have a great weekend. And that's all we have for now. I'm Anthony. And I'm Jessica with the Beautiful Feet Podcast. Hey, it's your boy Bromar, host of The Bromar Show. Hello, everyone. It's the Coupon Queen Pen from the CQP Moments Podcast. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Ken. 
aka the gentleman of the gentleman lifestyle podcast hi this is stephanie valente your local massage therapist and, and you're you listening, are to you listening to a little, little bit of everything, everything with angelica That's it for now, and thank you for tuning in on another episode of A Little Bit of Everything with me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Just don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast platform that you're listening to.